1: Led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill.
2: Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need, all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm, or download the app to get started. Hey everyone, if you're enjoying Increase of Our Reality, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop a review or a rating and I'll give you a shout out on the show. While you're at it, come join the Telegram group and follow the show on Instagram and across social media. If you'd like to support the show, check me out over on Patreon for early access to Increase of Our Reality and Big Dumb Inquiries which is the Swapcast show I co-host with Kyle Rainey of the Big Dumb Podcast. If you'd like to pick up some merch, come check out the merch store. If you want to help me out to upgrade my equipment and pump out even more awesome content for you guys, come donate over on Anchor. And last but not least, if anyone is interested in being a guest on the show, sponsoring the show, has a topic they want covered, or you feel you have something to contribute to the show, send me an email at inquiriesofallrealitypodcasts at outlook.com. All the links I mentioned are in the show description. Just tap or click the link tree link to be directed. Thanks, everyone. I appreciate you, and I couldn't be doing this without you. Now enjoy the show. The reality we live in can be a very strange place. Most of the time, fact being stranger than fiction. How will we ever start to understand this reality we live in unless we question everything? Join me and a guest as we unravel the mysteries of this reality, one topic at a time. This is Inquiries of All Reality with Shane Jones. Hello everyone and welcome to the 15th episode of Inquiries of All Reality. Today I'm here with Nate from Reality Czars. How you doing today, man?
0: Dude, I'm doing good.
2: It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, I guess to start off, I uh, want you tell everybody where you're from, what you do, so everybody can get a feel for you.
0: Okay, uh, my name is Nate. I'm the other half of the Reality Czars podcast. My buddy Tony, he's working tonight so he couldn't join us. Uh, I got a little podcast. We started this, dude, pretty close to a year ago. Actually, we're gonna drop our one-year episode. I got to talk to a hero of mine recently, and I think I'm gonna put it out tomorrow, uh, tomorrow or the next day. Um, and so that's gonna be like our one-year episode. I think it will be episode 67. So uh, we have we just have a cool show. We talk a bunch of shit. Uh, not as often as we did in the beginning. We were shit housed. And uh, <laughs> we were pretty drunk, just talking shit. Uh, but dude, we just have fun. We've had some really interesting guests on. We're just kind of exploring, kind of, kind of what you're doing, man. We like one day we'll have like an interesting guest on to talk about Tartaria. Then we'll talk about like lizard people and pedophiles. We'll talk, you know. And it's just fun to kind of just, uh, just. I mean, we just did Hollow Earth with Arya Sulin. That was fucking awesome. Uh, I just talked with uh, Odd Man, who's the man odd man's awesome we just talk fabian socialism like we just have fun man it's 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 fun i'm learning as we go like i'm not a fucking bright bulb i just have interesting smart people on my show so
2: (laughs) that's what a lot uh, of the hosting comes down to is that you may not know the topics but you have somebody else that gets on there and at least you can ask questions and start to understand it where if you're just a listener you can't always do that man totally totally but I guess the good a good spot to start off at to get into this, this conversation because you know, just like your show, this show covers a little bit of every topic. I don't like being limited to one specific area of alternative thought. So what what, what started all this stuff for you, man? What uh what red pilled you?
0: So I mean I guess my first red pill, it's you know, there's so many fucking red pills now, you know. Uh, right. Uh, I fucking take a new one every day actually. Uh, but like my, I guess my first red pill, I was a fucking like total fag. I was a, like a Bernie bro in like 2015. I was like a real douchey socialist lefty, uh, loser. And I loved, uh, like raunchy comedy though. Like I, I wasn't like, I wasn't an SJW. I wasn't a bitch. I mean, I was a little bit, I was a bitch but you know, but I wasn't that much of a bitch. Like I was still a free speech absolutist. I was still very anti-war. Like I had the good parts of the left going, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and then watching the left kind of like start running away from free speech, start like cheering on wars when, when it was fucking Barack Obama was in charge and stuff like that. It was just, those were starting to be little red pills for me. I was like, Oh, these guys don't have any principles. They fucking, they're just fags. Uh, and then I was listening to some, uh, I was listening to uh, Legion of Skanks. If you're familiar with that, it's a fucking awesome podcast. Mm-hmm. Really funny. Um, and there was a guy named Dave Smith on there, and he has his own show, and it's called Part of the Problem. And it was like a libertarian podcast, and it just red pilled the shit out of me when he when I finally understood what libertarianism, what actual freedom meant, and like I was like, I can still uh, you know, I can still hold my core principles, like who I was, like, cause I'm, I'm a liberal at heart, like actual Liberty kind of thing. And also, uh, understand that, like, I don't know. And then once you understand economics, so that was my first big red pill was Dave Smith. And so I got a lot of like love in my heart for Dave Smith. Um, and, but really what like red pilled me on all this kind of shit, what woke me up was, um, I, are you familiar with Pete Quinonez?
2: Uh, um, yeah. But for anybody that doesn't know, if you don't mind to explain it, I'd appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pete Quinones is a fucking awesome dude. Uh, he's gone a little different in his, uh, philosophy now, but at the time he was like just a hardcore and cap voluntarist. Uh, and he had on Richard Grove, if you know who that is, Richard Grove is the fucking man dude. Um, and, Richard Grove like blew my goddamn mind. He because he, he was like really big on nine uh, like nine eleven truth, and on all kinds of fucking shit. He just like blew me away, dude. Just like fucking. And then he was talking about like he had other people on. He had talked about like James Corbett, and he had talked about James Edwin Pilato. Uh, from Media Monarchy. So then I started listening to those guys and those people fucking red-pilled the shit out of me. And then Pete Quinona has also had, uh, I love you, uh, Monica Perez, a good uh, friend of ours. Uh, she's amazing. Uh, he he also had her on. And so like from there, dude, I just, it, it was just like a fucking tidal away the from there, dude. And it, and it came at the perfect time that I needed it because it was like, this was like on the cusp, but this was like 2019. like So I had a solid uh, like place, I guess, of like, tr- or like questioning the narrative before 2020 happened, which was good because I had been pretty, I mean, I had been a fucking anarchist at, at this point. So I'd already like distrusted the government. I was already like, fuck the system, uh, but like, I, you know, I've, I thought you're supposed to get your flu shot and shit. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just, I was pretty fucking normie when it came to that kind of shit. And so those sort of things woke me up and then opened my eyes. And now dude, now uh, I'm, I'm open to everything.
2: Dude, that's all it takes is just a couple little things. And then everything starts to unravel and then it just turns into this giant journey. And I always say ignorance is bliss because once you start, you can't go back and you can't unsee this shit. And like the ultimate red pill I keep saying was the whole pandemic, man. Cause I feel like, honestly, if you didn't get it after the pandemic, you're never going to start getting this shit and you're just going to continue being a little automaton for the system.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I hold out a little bit of hope for some of the younger generation. Like I'm trying to wake up some of my son's friends and stuff like that, but I totally understand what you mean, dude. And like, I, you know, I get black pilled sometimes, but I can tell you this pandemic dude has woken up so many fucking people. That I see that as a white pill, dude. I like, and maybe people are still half asleep, you know. Maybe they're kind of like Trump humpers or something. But uh, like some of these, some of these people out here that are like fighting for medical freedom, like because I'm out here, I'm in Oregon, uh, and so there's a lot of hillbillies out here, uh, you know. And so a lot of them are like Trump humpers and still like the cops too much. But like they're they're awake to this, dude, and they're like fighting the tyranny and things like that. And so I mean. So a lot of people have had some of the scales at least ripped off their eyes recently. And it's, it's encouraging, man.
2: Especially with the truckers and stuff too. There's a bunch of them that even had the vaccines that at least understood the principle that it's not about, Hey, just get the vaccine. It's about once you give people that power, you're never going to get it back. And I yeah. mean, we're going into that with, with uh, freedom of speech and shit like that too. Cause it's slowly trickling. Like you go on Facebook and anything you post, if you're in this community instantly gets fucking blocked or it gets covered with a false information flag. Like I got my first one today on my page. So (laughs) over a quote, it wasn't even anything that was (laughs) stating a fact.
0: Well, I fucking, I've told this on the story too many times on my show too many times, but while I'm talking to your audience now, uh, like my audience had been bugging me to get a fucking YouTube and I had like held out forever, dude. I was like, fuck YouTube, you know? And then finally we got one, Within three hours, we had our first strike, our first video we fucking posted. And uh, yeah, man, it just, it's lame.
2: It's what, lame. Uh, what topic are you talking about in that video?
0: Uh, everything, man. I, well, actually, we were talking with, uh, he's an awesome guy. Uh, he goes by Etienne de la Boétie Squared, and he uh, wrote a book called Government, uh, The Biggest Scam in World History, or yeah, Government, The Biggest Scam in World History. And dude, he just goes like, he, he wrote a book and he's also put it in PDF form and it just goes through absolutely every piece of propaganda and just shows you how the government has been like fucking manipulating us from day one. And it's all just how like, this is just another human being and they've convinced us that they are in charge and that our obedience and our like us just listening is what gives them power. And he just, it's the ultimate red pill and it's also like a little book it's really easy to read there's lots of fucking pictures because he wants it to be like you can put it on your coffee table and like somebody can pick it up and it almost looks like a comic book like he makes it look so like a like visually appealing and Mm -hmm. so it can just like anybody can pick it up and go holy fucking shit and and it's just and every single thing is uh like documented every like there's like sources and so it's like in it, you can't fuck with it. You know what I mean? It's not like opinion. It's all fact. It's just it's great. So everyone should get that book.
2: So that's always the best place to hit them where it hurts. Use their own words against them. And you don't mm-hmm. take them out of context, you exact slate them.
0: So we went pretty hard that episode and uh they didn't like it. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah of course not. And I mean the good news is I'm sure that if you try to post that book on uh like Amazon, I hear a lot of stuff gets pulled off Amazon now. It's a, it's a slow trickle, man. It started, not even started, but it was before that, but the whole Joe Rogan thing. And then you had all of these sixties musicians that were trying to say, take my content off because of Joe Rogan, not even realizing that they're literally fighting against the exact thing they were fighting for in the sixties. They're on the opposite side of it now. And then it's just a step-by-step thing. You see all the shit get flagged on Instagram. You see all these content creators get pulled off YouTube Um like Rockfin seems to be the main one that everybody's using at this point, but it's nice to know that we've kind of gotten to a point where people want to hear this kind of shit. So no matter how much they try to censor it, we're just going to find a new medium or our followers are going to find us or whatever. Like I'm not even too worried about getting canceled anymore because it's like when somebody in our community gets hit by the cancel culture, it makes everybody else from the community gravitate more towards us. So we end up getting more listeners over getting canceled. Like that's yeah, what happened to Joe Rogan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which, man, goddamn, his show's boring lately.
2: Yeah, he seems like he's scared <laughs> to say anything. That's what it comes down to. Like, I, I've been hopping yeah. on Sam's show more so than anything, where I, like, started with Joe Rogan's, but it's, like, even the, even the people he has on, like, you can tell they're trying to be mild. He doesn't seem as, like, into the show as he used to be. Like, he's more, like, monotone and just kind of, like, letting it play out. Probably because he's scared to say anything. I don't know. He should have j- jumped on Rumble or something, you know?
0: I, dude it just it blows me away like why stay with spotify why I, it doesn't make any sense so then he started deleting a ton of his old content and shit and it's like dude what are you doing man like he's he's been a stand-up comedian forever right like he supposedly is a free speech absolutist and it was kind of bitch made, man. It's, it's kind of lame. Like I like Joe Rogan. He was actually a big, you know, like one of the first red pills for me too, because he, you know, at least like he's not, you know, on the level or anything, but you know, he, he questions authority and he can fucking definitely spark some shit in you. And like, dude, I love psychedelics. And so like he was one of the first people that was really talking about psychedelics at like, and yeah, it's just, it's really too fucking bad. It's is his show is fucking boring you
2: now yeah uh, I mean, I haven't even honestly even peeked at it in a in a hot minute now just because its just it seems like even if there was anything decent on it, it would be too top of the iceberg for me at this point where it's like I want to dive deep now at this point. so i'm I'm hopping into all yeah. of, all of this community's podcast rather than like the the surface of conspiracy type podcasts if that makes sense.
0: There's a couple people that if he has them on, I'll fucking watch it. If he uh and like in the last like six months he's had he had Dave Smith on. You should listen to that one. That was like my first red pill dude. That was a great episode. If he has Michael Malice on, that's gonna be a fucking funny episode. Uh who's the fat awesome comedian that I fucking love a lot? God damn it.
2: Talking about Fluffy? No. <laughs> seems to be the one that everybody's referring to when they say that.
0: <laughs> That's funny. You no, know, people used to say I looked like that guy. Goddamn Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fat beaner, I guess. So I fucking, if, if it fucking fits. Uh, let's see here. Oh, no, I can't think of it. Anyways, yeah, there's a couple dudes that are, if they're on fucking Joe Rogan, then it'll be a good episode. But most of the time, dude, it's, it's fucking lame as shit.
2: It seems like they won't even let him have those types of guests on. Like, I know he has full creative control over his show, but I feel like it's to an extent where, you know, they might be saying something like, if you do these certain things, we're going to cancel your contract when it's up. And he's probably trying to have his contract grow. Like, I don't know. There's just something weird all around about that. And I feel like a lot of people in this community haven't made too much of a reference about it, but it kind of needs to be said. Because it's almost like he, he was like the forefront of the whole freedom of speech movement for a minute. And now he's kind of just getting pushed down behind it. And it's just pretty much up to comedians and podcasters at this point to keep the message alive. Because if we don't keep pushing this shit and pushing the boundaries, like we're the last front as far as freedom of speech goes, as far as I'm concerned, man. Dude, how much
0: more money do you need? Quit being a bitch, Joe Rogan. You have a huge, beautiful house. You've got a wife and kids. You have more money than God just fuck it, man. Just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, I would like to think that he is actually being intellectually honest. Like maybe this is, he's starting, dude, he's turning into an old man. Like, you know what I mean? He's not quite a boomer, but like most of his shows now are pretty boomery and fucking lame. And he's like, you want to hear about archery? No. You You know what I mean? It's like, I don't fucking care, dude.
2: There's a lot of ex-military, ex-government episodes, and I feel like if I'm going to listen to Joe Rogan, they'll seem to be the ones that I always gravitate towards, just because I'm all about any type of whistleblower information. But it's kind of gotten to the point where his show has gotten so big that, I don't know, I almost am like worried about who comes on the show, where that, even if he isn't aware of it, there might be people that are purposely put on the show to push a certain message or agenda, you know?
0: hundred fucking percent, dude. No, I mean, I don't think he's had a real fucking guy on there in a while. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's been a minute.
2: The last one was, uh, what was that doctor's name? Uh, something Malone or something that, uh, the doctor that was talking about the vaccines. That was when the big blow up started where everybody started digging into old episodes and looking for him saying the N word and all that kind of shit. <laughs> that's what happens, man. That's cancel yeah. culture. You say one thing to piss them off and they go back through all your old shit and they'll look for anything and put it out of context to try to discredit you. Because most wow. of the cancel culture shit, <laughs> it's like a two second snippet of like a whole conversation. Like that's what happened with the Dave Chappelle thing, man. Like They won't catch you- me
0: saying the N word, but they'll have heard me say faggot and retard too many times and that'll be enough. <laughs> hey, get fired for my shitty like, job
2: yeah a point that, you know it's all about freedom of speech man like they're just words at the end of the day like if you start silencing somebody because you don't like what they say then where's where do you draw the line when i can say hey i don't like what you're saying i think you should be silenced but i'm never going to do that because you know i'm completely about any freedom of speech and if i don't want to hear the shit that you have to say i'm just going to walk away and you can continue saying it i don't give a fuck that's your right to do so you know
0: yeah, 100%, man. I mean, I've, I've had conversations with people that I completely fucking disagree with. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. But, you know, it's like there's nothing. I've never had anybody on that I was like, holy shit, I should just pull this episode. But, you know, there sometimes there's, there's people that I fucking, like, really fucking disagree with. And it doesn't matter. We can still have a fucking awesome conversation. And also, you can learn something like... Like, I don't, I don't really fucking care, man. You know what I mean? Like I, I, each person has like an interesting view on the world has like their own perspectives. And like, there's a reason why I asked him to be on the show in the first place. Cause there's something interesting about him, and that's, you know, let's fucking talk about that.
2: Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at too. It's like, even if I don't necessarily agree with you, the problem is people have gotten to a point where they want everybody to agree with them. Otherwise they take everything personally. And the world isn't open to have a conversation with two different sides without it getting personal where, you know, podcasts kind of give it a medium where there's a lot more opportunity for two people to have this conversation over views that are completely different. And people actually hear out both sides and they give examples of why they believe that where in the normal world, it's like, you don't agree with me. I don't like you. We're not even going to have this conversation. And it gets so heated. And so personal that people aren't even spitting facts about anything anymore they're just throwing any random bullshit they can get out cuz everybody's so offended by everything and everybody wants to cancel everybody we're just we're stuck in this repetitive loop of bullshit and it's just going to keep getting worse if we don't start pushing it back
0: 100% man and and not to be like that fucking stereotype like I didn't leave the left the left left me but it's fucking true dude like where where the fuck are you guys man like the ACLU in like the 80s used to defend nazis They had like Jewish lawyers that would defend Nazis for their right to have like a rally and to say God awful things. And now the ACLU is a fucking bitch. Dude, literally they're attacking Joe Rogan and shit. You're like, what the fuck is your problem?
2: (laughs) Just, just trying to push back into that virtue signaling thing where everybody kind of has this idea nowadays, where if you're not onto the new thing, then you're a piece of shit and everybody's going to push you away and nobody wants to talk to you. And it's just one trend after the other. It was the Ukraine thing. Now, what, what's the new one? Um, the whole amber heard, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. Everybody pick a side. Dude, everyone's memorize, freaking right? out about
0: uh about what the hell is that called? God damn it. Roe v. Wade, the whole fucking Supreme Court thing. Like, I posted a fucking meme today, and within like, I don't know, 10 minutes, it had 80 reactions and like I don't know, a hundred plus comments on it on a different page. I manage people's social medias. And uh, people are so goddamn angry. People are so upset about the abortion topic. And, dude, to be honest with you, like, I think about this shit, too. Like, I don't know if this is true or not, but the the second I heard about it, like, the fucking second I heard about it, I was like, this is some curious-ass timing. This is some fucking curious-ass timing. Like, when the country is already divided as fuck, like, our money is going down the fucking tanker. Our fucking food is being attacked. Like... Food fucking places are burning down. Um, they're calling like they just killed 5 million chickens. You, did you hear about that? Like in this one factory, they just burned them all. Up. They incinerated them 5 million chickens and then fired all their workers because they were scared of uh, bird flu. Like when all this crazy shit is happening, like if that happened right here in the States. I, I'll look that one up later. Um, I'll send you the link. Uh, but Jesus Christ then they're going to throw this one at us. Like, like I I'm personally in my, in my life, I'm pro-life. So like, I don't fucking care if they outlaw abortion. Like, I mean, I honestly don't want it to be illegal either. Like, I don't, I have a weird fucking stance where it comes to that. Cause I don't like the idea of prosecuting like the mothers, you know what I mean? Cause they're a lot of times they're vulnerable and shit. Like, I think that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can throw that doctor in jail or something, but long story short, what I'm saying is like, like, I think so much of this shit, it's, it, we're like living in a, in like professional wrestling right now. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, then they throw this at us. Then they
2: throw this at us. Then in fact, uh, you actually, have time I had to stand to, up and redo your footing. You're just instantly hit with the next punch, mm-hmm. but it's not just that it's
0: what they're doing behind the scenes. Well, you're looking over here. Amber heard shit the bed. Oh my God, Roe v. Wade. You know what I mean? And then in the meantime, they're going over here behind us and doing a bunch of crazy shit. Like um, I've had him on the show. Uh, uh, God damn it. Hold up. Sorry. <laughs> uh, why can I only remember his first name right now? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> a dude from, dude, I was going to give him a shout out. Uh, Uh, but, uh, dude from the free thought project. Uh, anyways, so we had him on the show and we were talking about this stuff too. Um, but he just posted a video and I just shared it on my Instagram, like as in my story, uh, in Rhode Island. Actually, that's where Tony lives. Tony. Hey buddy. Sorry. That sucks. Um, they're gonna fucking double your income tax and start charging you fifty bucks a month if you don't get your fucking. Here we go. We're gonna get canceled right now from YouTube. All right, let's get rid of this channel.
2: Uh say, <laughs> know hey, some good listeners.
0: Yeah, for for the listeners, uh, we're we're on my stupid YouTube channel, uh, so I'm not trying to get Shane's channel deleted because I don't even think you have a YouTube channel, do you?
2: Nope. I I, haven't even thought of that just for that same reason (laughs) that you're trying to get canceled. I figured as soon as I post something, it would be down anyways.
0: So we're getting canceled tonight. This is camp. Cancel ourselves. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they're fucking – if you don't get your fucking jab and if you don't get your fucking booster – They're going to start charging you 50 bucks a month and they're going to double your fucking income tax. Now this isn't like signed through yet, but they're trying to fucking get it through. They're trying to pass it like under the table while nobody's fucking looking.
2: Dude, that's like in California. They're trying to set up that law where it's like, you need to have a vaccine in order to work and to go to like the stores and stuff. You don't have to get it, but if you want to do these things, you have to. And then the second part of it is uh, your kids have to be vaccinated. Otherwise, they can't go to school and they can't do all of this stuff. So unless you homeschool your kids, you're pretty much looking at you're going to get in trouble with the truancy officer and then you're either going to get fined or you're going to get put in jail. So there, it's a round circle of, oh, it's not mandatory. But if you don't get it, uh, things are going to be difficult. And that's kind of yeah. how they have to play this shit because we're not letting them make it mandatory. So now they're just trying to find these little wiggle way room in the fucking law. And then they're distracting everybody, like you said, with these trials and all this other bullshit where it's just more of an entertainment thing. Like Mm -hmm. even that whole trial, man, they're they're giggling, they're laughing, they're telling jokes like we we couldn't see the fucking Maxwell trial. But why is this one broadcasted all over the fucking place? There's clips on it. People are making jokes out of it. Like that's the trial people really needed to fucking see. But they're never going to show you that kind of shit because they're all linked to it. Of course,
0: we don't even get to see a picture of the bitch. We only get to see sketches. I don't even think she's alive. I think that bitch died a grip ago. Or if she is alive, she's sitting on a fucking beach in Tel Aviv getting her nails done and fucking a kid. Like, I, you know what I mean? She's not in jail. That's bullshit. I don't fucking buy any of it. Uh, so it's Jason Bassler. Jason Bassler, he started the Free Thought Project. Uh, shout out to Jason Bassler. You're the man. Uh, that was the guy, that the video I shared. Um, but yeah, dude, what the fuck? It's bullshit. You know, I don't even think Jeffrey Epstein's dead. I don't even fucking believe that.
2: That. Oh yeah. Everybody remember though, that he, uh, what was it? He committed suicide in his jail. cell. that's what happened with it's paper like, sheets. No cameras were out. Cause every paper time-
0: sheets, the yeah. fucking both cameras didn't work. Both guards decided to take a nap at the same time. So they left the room. They went and took a nap then. <laughs> yeah. And then he hung himself with paper fucking sheets.
2: Must have been some strong fucking paper. Uh-huh. I need some of that shit for when I'm working outside or something. Damn.
0: <laughs> Horse <laughs> shit.
2: He's also, fucking he diddling a kid papers. right now. He's hanging out with Hunter Biden.
0: They're fucking doing lines and they're getting foot jobs from Obama's daughter. That's what's <laughs> happening right now.
2: <laughs> While they just have a brigade of children all around them doing all their weird biddings and their taboo fucking things. <laughs> Same with Tom Hanks. He's chilling with them, too, because I feel like he's. Oh, like dude. Tom Hanks. Yeah
0: i you know he fucking strikes me as the guy like i think he's like i think he's the one blowing jeffrey Epstein i think he's the one blown you know what i mean I, I don't think he i don't know
2: i feel like he's the taboo guy that's buying the children <laughs> that's the kind of vibe <laughs> i get from that guy he's the one that's like i don't run the ring but you know i definitely own some of them they do they do things for me uh what they do doesn't need to be discussed but he's a quiet
0: little pervert too like
2: i like i think
0: that he he's kind of hands-offish i don't think he wants to like kill the kids like somebody else does that but maybe he like eats the shit out of their diapers and stuff and like
2: that's for hillary clinton she's the one that's uh, cutting the faces off and extracting the (laughs) chrome.
0: yeah hill dog she'll yeah she'll fucking do the death blow with like her fucking dead shark eyes not give a fuck
2: she'll do a Mortal Kombat move where she pulls off her face and reveals her (laughs) reptilian face and just bites your head off or spits acid in your face. (laughs) And while we got, what's his face? Slappy? Slappy, as they call him from CNN. He's watching in the corner.
0: (laughs) Dude, you know who else is there? And people get mad at me. Elon Musk is there, too. Elon Musk is a piece of shit.
2: (laughs) Just did an episode about him the other day talking about the fact that I think he's low-key an evil genius because they're tricking the people into wanting to be on his side because he's a likable guy all that shit but then why is he the one that's pushing fucking Neuralink?
0: dude they give you your heroes and they give you your villains and they fucking let you cheer and fucking jeer you know what i mean that's it that's what it is it's bullshit
2: Dude, it's just like uh, the Twitter thing. Like everybody's saying, why haven't you gotten on Twitter? Like, bro, I don't trust this whole fucking Elon Musk thing. There's some weird shit. Oh, I love Twitter.
0: Yeah, but I get it. I totally get it. Uh, I make money doing shit on Twitter, so I have to be there. Same thing with FedBook. I got to use fucking FedBook. But like, uh, Twitter's fucking awesome, man. Twitter's so much fun. I I get it, it though. It's a fucking cesspool. It's horrible, but it's also fun to just troll and shit talk. And Honestly, like I'm kind of glad that Elon Musk is taking over again because maybe I'll get unshadow banned and then I can really go hard again and it'll be fun for a while. Now, it's not going to last. It's 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 horseshit, but it'll be fun for another couple months.
2: Well, the good news is this
0: is almost like the hundred flowers. Like this is like, you know how Mao gave everybody a hundred days to like talk shit. Mm-hmm. You, are you familiar with that and then afterward he fucking executed all of them I mean that's basically what I'm doing I'm signing my own fucking gulag papers but that's See, okay that's I'm, scared I'm gonna have whole fun. Twitter
2: thing is because I'm afraid that he's like since I, th- I low-key think he's an evil genius I feel like he's trying to bank up people and I was also joking on the other show too about how he was gonna just start buying up companies now and he's gonna start his own like Disney type corporation where they own fucking everything and then the next day I saw a news article that said that he's joking about buying other companies like bro I see the end game he's playing out here. He's trying to be that likable guy. So everybody jumps on his company kind of like Walt Disney. And then years later you dig into the shit he was doing and it's way fucking darker than anything you thought he was doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he's real though. I don't think he can get a boner. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's actually a robot. <laughs> I actually think he might be every fucking interview I've ever heard of. him, he just kind of, I and mean, he starts like talking. He's, he's, he's guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking bizarre, dude.
2: that's how all those super geniuses are though and that's again why i find everything that he does so fucking sketchy like why why does he try to be such a likable guy if he's making crazy electronics and stuff you know what i mean like there's no reason for that normally that's like the hidden face in the back
0: he's just majorly autistic majorly autistic and and not well i mean i guess he's autistic in a good way like obviously it's paid off <laughs> He's doing just fine. Hey, I mean all brains work differently. Giant. They
2: come up with some crazy shit, though, that we can't. For forget. sure, but people think. It's I mean, like, you know, I'm a goddamn
0: libertarian anarchist, fucking that believes in Sasquatch. If I'm not autistic, then who is? You know what I mean? Like, we all have a touch of autism, or else we wouldn't be here.
2: Hey, it's, it's sometimes a sign of intelligence and it's also partly part of being socially awkward, which sounds kind of funny. But a lot of the time, a lot of us fucking podcasters, we're just fine sitting here talking on a podcast. But you throw us into a public situation we're just like, uh, fuck, like, I don't even know what to talk about right now. <laughs> the weather's you nice. Have,
0: what's your political views? Are you uh do you have any or are you kind of in the middle of the road or
2: I would say that I I wouldn't say that I'm either side, anything specific. I'm kind of I don't want to say neutral. I just kind of have my own views and I feel like a lot of shit is intentionally polarized. So I just don't fall into the whole like two party, two answer system kind of setup. Like I see why both sides believe the things that they do. I see positives and negatives in both sides. So like that's when I I can't really pick a side because there's not like a third option for people that have these beliefs between the two. And it's unfortunate that the way the system works now, it's kind of makes people feel like if they believe in these, they also have to believe in these other things. Even though they don't, it's just trying to fit in with that party. So I try not to, like, put myself well, on either That's side. the biggest
0: PSYOP in the entire world, that you have to choose either Coke or Pepsi, you know, uh, dildo or turd sandwich. Like, And, yeah, that's the biggest fucking PSYOP in the world because I don't remember who I was talking to about that. But it's like if you, if you fucking align with a team, then you have to defend your team. You know what I mean? And and I'm in this team and in opposition of this team. And so then you like double down on your dipshit like faggery and you're like, yeah, I'm a conservative. And so this is what I believe. And then you're like, well, didn't Donald Trump just like say that he was going to like take away your bump stocks? And he said, like, we should take away the guns first and then do due diligence. Like, it, isn't that what he just said? Like, but yeah, but he's on our team. So, you know what I mean? So it's like that whole, yeah. But I, all I was going to say is like, uh, cause earlier in my life, I was like, I considered myself a libertarian, which I mean, I guess I kind of am philosophically. I'm a libertarian, but not part of the party. But I went to like my state convention cause I had a buddy that was like in charge. And so I went down to the dude. It like you were talking about people being socially awkward holy goddamn shit. I was in an entire, like I was in a hotel, like a uh, conference room with every single person was autistic. Every single person had like uh like a suit that didn't fit right. You know what I mean? Just like goober fucks. They're, were, they're were all friendly and nice. I love them all. And those are my brothers. Those are my autistic brothers there. So,
2: so uh, early in the conversation, I usually like to ask this one because a lot of my conversations relate back to it, but, Psychedelics. I want to hear some of your psychedelic stories and I want to know if they also have linked into you being red pilled because I feel like it usually makes a pretty good connection where that kind of opens the door for a lot of people.
0: So I've told this on a few different shows. Um, but like I yeah, I mean I haven't really fucked with acid too much, and I haven't done ayahuasca or DMT yet. Uh but uh, as far as psychedelics, man, I've done my weight in mushrooms. Like I, I fucking love psych- like hallucinogenic mushrooms, uh, psilocybin. Um, like I had a buddy. This was like, well, back in the day, as a teenager, some friends of ours gave us some like chocolates dipped with like some dipped chocolate with fucking mushrooms, and that was our first trip. And goddamn, it was amazing. We were so fucking high. Like we were, you know, I was probably like fourteen or something. We found like there's like. I lived in the back of a forest. There was like a giant fucking forest behind us. And so like, we were hiding behind trees and we thought that we were invisible. (laughs) Like no one could fucking see us. We're hiding behind the trees. And there was like some kids playing and playing over here. And so like, we were chucking mud at them. And then like, anyways, we thought we were like, we thought that they thought we were ghosts. You know what I mean? (laughs) We were so goddamn out of it. Uh they probably just thought, like, oh, here's a couple fucking goons throwing mud at us. You know? And they fucking- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was basically dumb and dumber. That was my, my buddy Tyler. Uh, but like in my 20s, I had a buddy. Uh, this was when I first moved to uh, Portland, like, so this Portland area in, in Oregon. Um, I had a buddy that was growing shrooms in his closet. And so we had like an unlimited supply. Uh, and so I spent fucking years of my life doing goo gobs and mushrooms and how we'd start the night is like, I would like take an eight, the fucking shrooms. We would down two four locos and then we'd jump on the fucking max, which is like the train that'll take you downtown. And that was like the beginning of our fucking night. And then we would just go to like bars and get hammered. And then we'd end up at this little spot called the Tardis room. And it was like a doctor who themed bar and we'd get a sonic screwdriver. And then we'd go up and do fucking uh, karaoke. And it was Just fun, man, and so like um, we would close out the bar, so we we'd leave around two in the morning, and by then the train closes, like the train's done. It's not twenty four hours, which is really fucking lame, uh, because Oregon or Portland pretends it's a city, but it's not really. It's like it's fucking gay, but so. We're uh, so we have from it starts again at like 5 a.m. So then we have this like three hour period where we're just like walking the streets of downtown Portland, like high and drunk as fuck. And um, shrooms for me, dude, like it made me find a different part of myself. Like it kind of got me in touch with uh, like a kinder, more empathic side. Mm -hmm. And so I would like I would like see homeless guys just sitting there on the fucking side of the road, just like disheveled and shit and I'd, be, I'd go up and be like hey man can i talk to you and like we would just sit there and i have a conversation with him i'd be and then i'd like at this time i would i would call myself an atheist too and i would sit there and be like can i pray for you and so i i'd sit there and i would just like pray with them and i'd like reach out to what i considered god at the time i guess like the universe and like we'd sit there and we'd pray and then i'd be like Hey, can I take you to coffee? And so then I was just like taking these hobos over to like 24 hour coffee spots and get some coffee and biscuits and gravy and kind of shit. And like, so psychedelics for me kind of like brought me to a more spiritual side of myself that I had kind of shut off because I was raised like crazy fucking Christian and I like rejected the whole thing. That was kind of the same with me too. Well, psychedelics dude actually brought me back to Jesus just a different Jesus that my mom was trying to teach, you know, that, that my mom was trying to shove down my throat. And uh, so like, I actually found God again through mushrooms. And so for me uh, that opened the door to my spirituality, that to my spiritual side. And um, like, so yeah, I guess it kind of, well, and also I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say that it fucking led me to at least being way more open-minded and, and have like way more open to have conversations with people. Cause like, even when I was the most like Bernie bro homo, like there was a lady, uh, this was when I was in culinary school. Uh, there was a lady that was, um, this, I think I was in pastry school at the time. Actually. Uh, this was, there was a lady that was in there that she was like a Trump supporter. And I had never even met a Trump supporter in my entire life. You know what I mean? I'd been, I lived in a liberal bubble, dude. I came from California and then I moved to Portland. You know what I mean? Like I lived in a fucking liberal fucking bubble. And so I was like, can you just tell me why you're voting for Donald Trump? Cuz like I I didn't I didn't even get it. Why anyone would ever vote Republican? It didn't make any fucking sense to me at all. And so we sat there and had a 2-hour fucking long conversation where like everybody else in the room would just immediately like that fucking bitch. You know what I mean? But like I was interested. I was like, tell me about it. Like, I'll, let's talk about it. So I think maybe you could blame that on the shrooms or maybe you could blame that on my autism. Or maybe I'm just like, I've always been like curious, like overly curious. And so I don't know. Yeah,
2: that's kind of what happened with me as far as like religion goes. Um, I was, it was ca- kind of got shoved down my throat as a kid. And I used to just question things, not even out of like a rude aspect, just say like, Hey, this part didn't make sense to me. Like I question <laughs> yeah. it and then I get in trouble for that kind of shit. So like now I am here farther down the road where like I kind of, the way I see religion is that there's a lot of truth between the lines. Like I don't follow or believe fully in any specific religion, but I feel like there's a lot of different key factors that link into a bigger picture where it's all just different perspectives of a lot of the same events that may be true. Where like if I read through three different religious books and they all talk about a great flood at that point, I would assume that a great flood happened. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the connections I try to make is that it's not that I'm, I discredit religion because I don't do that at all. Um, I think that a lot of it from all sides of religion, either one, it got lost in translation through the years because it's been put through so many different languages. And just going from one language to another, like words line up differently, you're already losing meaning from the original words. And then there's a hundred different variations of the Bible, like every holy book. that has gotten to a point No, we're where right.
0: We're right. We know it and everyone else is going to hell. They, yeah, that's the whole Christian is like, yeah, it's fucking goofy as shit. There's this kind of Christian and there's this kind of Christian and we both worship Jesus, but you do it this way and I do it this way. So you're my enemy.
2: Yeah. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. It's like the whole premise of religion is trying to find peace and love and community. So my firm belief on it is that if you're part of any religion that tells you to hate somebody or to hurt other, other groups of people, then you're not, you're not following a good religion, or at least you're not following a good subsection of that religion because there's very, very good Christians. There's very good people that are Islamic, but there's also the extremists on all sides too. Like There's the Christians that are accepting of everybody like, like it should be, and then there's the Christians that are outside protesting outside of all these different places just because that doesn't fit like their word. But my mix that I go back to on this is that if you believe that everything happens for a reason, if it's part of God's plan, whatever... And all of these people that you're protesting and taking a shit on are people that you, your God that you believe in would have created intentionally to be there. So you're already going against the wishes of this person that you're looking up to just off of the aspect of hating those people for that person's name. It doesn't make any sense because otherwise, why else would a whatever God you follow have created those types of people? It wasn't... (laughs) Just here to piss yeah. you off and to have a reason to kill him, like that doesn't and make any sense. There's also
0: the whole like, well, uh, so there's a whole bunch of Christians that are are starting to, or you know, I have some friends they call themselves Christ curious, which I which I like, I like that. Uh, but like, there's this whole like following of like Christians that are saying that that's called like churchianity, right? And so they're rejecting churchianity. And like, I just had an awesome conversation with, and you should have this guy on. His name is Emmanuel Kingman are you familiar with him? No, he, I'll have he's, to
2: actually look him up right after the show.
0: Dude, he's fucking awesome. He's fucking brilliant. He's really cool. He he has a lot of awesome stuff. Anyways, but like like him as well, I call myself a Christ follower. So I don't even really call myself a Christian. I'm a Christ follower. Like I I'm a Christian anarchist. I say no king but Christ. And so I listen to the word of Christ. I don't necessarily, you know, so like something where like Jesus literally told us to love everyone, right? So like follow Jesus' example. Like he sat there with tax collectors and prostitutes. He did. And you know what he also did? He was like fighting the authority and the governmental system of the time. You know what I mean? He was fighting and arguing with the Pharisees that were like overly religious and were trying to control people. And like, like, like Jesus was a fucking radical, dude. He was like, he was fight and he was killed by the state. You know what I mean? And so it's like all this time when like Christians are attacking gay people or people that get an abortion. You're like Jesus loves that person and he told you to love that person. So why don't you shut the fuck up and go give that person a hug? And you don't know why that girl got an abortion. Like I I am pro-life. Like I am pro-life. But at the same time, dude, like I don't know what fucking happened to that girl. I don't know what's going on in her life. You want to protect fucking children like Like I do, I think the whole pro-life movement what they really need to do is be more proactive. Like, and some people really are. So, like, I have to give credit to to those people. But it's like, why don't we fucking love these people? Why don't we fucking like? Why don't we give give uh, financially where we can? Give counseling or emotional support to these people, like, because there's young girls, dude, that like. Maybe she just fucked up and, like, fucked her boyfriend. Okay, so she fucked her boyfriend. Now she's pregnant. Now she's, like, 15. What do you want her to do? Like, her parents, like, her mom's con, her dad's a dickhead. Like, what's she gonna do with the fucking baby? Like, what do you, like, why don't you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, make sure you say, like, look, I, you know, I don't have a lot, but I can make sure that your baby always has diapers. And maybe this person over here is, like, yeah, I'll help you buy clothes. We'll help you buy formula, You know, whatever the fuck it is, like, uh, like, why don't we fucking pull money together? Like I'm not a socialist, but because socialism implies force, right? Where I would force somebody to take their money. Like, I don't, I don't have a right to income that you earned, but if you are a Christian or if you're a libertarian, we should be giving our money voluntarily to protect and help these people. And like, I, you know, like, a sense of we community can save more fucking babies, yeah, by being compassionate and not a fucking dick bag. Because if once you're a dick bag and you call this woman a whore, what you know? What is she gonna do? Like, she's either gonna double down, and she's you know what I mean. It's just it's fucking stupid.
2: Yeah, it makes so, the situation worse. And I mean, there's always like a you know what
0: Jesus wouldn't do? Call a 13 year old girl a whore.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not, dude. I always say it too that a lot of the the prophets in the Bible. Um, Would be conspiracy theories, so they're around nowadays too, and people don't yeah. realize it. That's why I like. I feel like a lot of the things that happened are, like I said, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of pure stone fact in between everything. I'm not discrediting anything because I don't know, and I guess nobody really knows for sure. Um, but my my only thing is like the matter of things being like lost in translation, and even just like putting different names on the same thing, like uh, you know. People that are spiritual believe that there's like a universal consciousness versus like, you know, people believing in God. But theoretically, that could be the same thing. And it's just two different perspectives of the same being. It's just, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why, like, I like to connect other things too, as far back as like old religions go, um, where if there's different people that lived in totally different areas, but they all have the same stories, but they would have had no contact with each other. That's another thing that I'd be like, all right, this there's there's some ground to this. And then I kind of dig into that a little bit more. But I I mean, I I'm a person that I read the Bible, I read the teachings of Buddha, I read about Hinduism. Like I like to embrace all possibilities just because again, you, you never know for sure. I like to be informed by a little bit of everything, you know. I need to do that more, to be honest.
0: Uh, Like, I, you know, I fucking I do read the Bible, but not as much as I should. And I haven't necessarily looked into too many other religions, but I do know what works for me. And so maybe what I'm calling Jesus is what somebody else calls Allah, what somebody else calls Buddha, you know, whatever it is. But I find that, like, the Holy Spirit is in me. And so, like, you know, a Gnostic would might say, you know, that's part of, like, the God inside of you. Or, you know, or even someone that follows, like, the left-hand path or some, you know, whatever it is, and like the God that lives in you is you or something or whatever. But I find that Jesus does live in my heart and I do like talk to God and I do get answers. And so you can say, I get answers from the universe, whatever it is, but it's Jesus for me. Um, and so I think that I've found what works for me and I don't discount other people and I don't attack other people for their thoughts and opinions and beliefs. And, uh,
2: that's what it comes down to. that was what religion yeah. was based on, was just trying to be a moral person. And the issue is when people realize that they can take power within a community. So all of these religions started off from a very, very humble place. But all it took was one bad apple that realized that they can create power from these things. So even talking to a lot of people that I know that are Christians, a lot of them don't like going to church anymore because they feel like they're going and they're just getting exploited for money. And then they get kicked out and then they purposely are reading like one passage and then the rest of it's all just word of mouth from what they're saying. So they make it so that churchianity man, you have to. Be, That's what I'm talking about. You have to come here to hear these words from me and you can't hear it from anybody else. Otherwise, they don't mean the same. So it's just it's a it's a reforming of all these different ideas. But uh, since since I got you, and we're talking about this topic. Um, what's what's your opinion on the book of Enoch as far as. Uh, like, oh, it's fascinating, man. Sharing. I love it.
0: I love it, dude. No, I think that a lot of that is intentionally, like, censored and things like that. Because uh, I think definitely, I mean, I believe that those fucking giants were 100% real, dude. And so are they Nephilim? Maybe. I I think so. I think that like actual so whatever like people will even ask what do you think an angel is like I don't know what do you think a demon is are they aliens are they you know what I mean what, what are they were these were they star seeds were it, like did the, the fucking did aliens come down and rape women and make these giant fucking crazy babies and That's we call them the Watchmen they were the angels you know I mean so many uh, like different. Uh, cultures and things like talk about this. They talk about these giants and they like especially like Native American lore and like mythology or I'm calling it lore and mythology. I, a lot of them actually fucking, you know, believe it. Um there they were the mound builders. They were the they were these giants that like they were redheaded and they were huge. And guess what? They would fucking eat people and rape women. And then they were huge psychos and like, I don't know, all that tracks. I'm like that sounds like Nephilim to me, you know what I mean? And you can listen to, uh, what is it, the Epic of Gilgamesh and things like that. Like, if Gilgamesh wasn't a Nephilim, you know what I mean? If they said he was half God, you know, that sounds you pretty fucking nephilim You can about that too. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, so many of these cultures talk about a fucking huge flood. And so then I listen to my friends that talk about, like, the mud floods and things like that. I'm like, okay, the Great Flood, I bet, you know, anytime it rains out here, it gets pretty muddy. We can call it a mud flood if you want, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, there's absolutely. Uh, I love it, man. No, I'm I'm super open minded. I, I want to hear about all of it.
2: I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's been covered up as far as the giants go, where a lot of people said that you could find skeletons and stuff in like museums. Uh, at one point, you could find them in the Smithsonian. And then all of a sudden, there's this like massive cover up. That mm-hmm. can't it was the Smithsonian
0: that took all of them. And that's where I like, I don't fucking believe in dinosaurs. I think all those fucking bones are giants bones.
2: And they just piece them together weird. Well, dude, like,
0: here's the thing is you can take one of those dinosaurs. First of all, they don't have any intact whole dinosaurs. It's just a weird game of like fucking, because if you, if you ask them, there's like only like 27 bones or something they have of the T-Rex. So yeah. they a lot of it is made up in bullshit. They're like, "Well, this piece kind of went like this, like like we're, you're trying to put together a puzzle piece of something that you say is several million years old, uh and like you don't have all the pieces, and then you're telling me, "Look, this is how he walked around, and he only had these tiny arms, and he was like, like, "Shut the fuck up, and That's they try to such goddamn the horror horror horror
2: shit. and how they acted." And all this other different shit, too, is like, there's no way in fuck you would ever know the skin color. There's no way in fuck you'd ever know the diet unless they died while they still had bones in their stomach. Other than that, like, you don't know for sure. Something could have been something that picked a bunch of meat off the bone and that still yeah. would have been decomposed. And now you're calling it a vegetarian. And then my but- other one that I always like to point out with the T-Rex is that they say that theoretically they would have turned into like ostriches and stuff. But uh, wouldn't it? You're looking at these little arms that don't make any fucking sense, but if you flip them backwards, they look like ostrich wings. Wouldn't that make a little bit more sense, and nobody ever questions that shit, that they already made the connection saying that they turned into ostriches, so why not just flip the arms backward, because then they would make a lot more fucking sense for the way it stands.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's horseshit, dude. I don't I mean, maybe somebody smarter than me can convince me that dinosaurs are real, but I don't fucking think so. Like, I think that there were some bigger reptilians, like reptiles, well, reptilians, we can get into those later. But (laughs) I think, like, there might have been something that, like, looked like Loch Ness. You know, uh, I just had a guest on, um, and he, dude, he was fucking awesome. And we talked about this little thing called—it's uh, like a little Nessie that supposedly still lives in Venezuela. Man, I was uh, gonna
2: say there's supposed to be one for Lake Erie because I'm over in Michigan. I think it's called like Percy or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, mm. it's supposed to be like a we little have one area. up
0: here too. Yeah, up here in Oregon, there's supposedly one as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like there could be some honest truth to that though, especially since they started finding those like underwater oceans and rivers and all that kind of shit. Like who knows what's beyond that? We think the deepest parts the Mariana Trench, but if you can't actually get anything into these underwater oceans yet, there could be like a Mariana Trench inside of that. It goes way fucking deeper. <laughs> and then yeah. I mean, absolutely. I that shit. Two weeks later, random, random helicopter crash. Boom. Gone. I
0: gotta say, I don't necessarily believe in Nessie and Loch Ness. Dude, I can't imagine a more photographed, more visited tourist trap and, No one has a good enough, like, clear fucking photo. We don't have a body at all. We don't have anything. If it is something, it could be something interdimensional. You could get me there. I'm like, okay, this is like some fucking being, you know, something like that. That's fascinating because that has the whole, like, uh, Crowley Uh, connection there too because like i think wasn't he like butt fucking and doing like asshole magic like on the bank of loch ness and trying to bring about a demon and shit like i don't know maybe maybe that's what loch what Nessie is i don't know
2: that's where that whole conversation seems to have gone lately as far as crypt is is that there's some type of interdimensional thing and that's why you'll see like three footsteps and then the shit will disappear but also (laughs) too i feel like there's a lot of ploys where they're like, hey, look at this area, because there's actually something over here. Kind of like an Area 51 type concept. Like, I don't think shit happens at Area 51, but it's like, the, hey, allies over here. We're doing stuff over here so that they can have some other shit going on. Amber or, Heard shit the bed.
0: Yeah. yeah
2: that's Amber, yeah, so exactly. that? And like the Loch Ness Monster, for sure. I feel like that would be the one that they'd be like, oh, it's here. So everybody's spending their effort here, not realizing that there's other crazy shit in other places because they don't want people to look into that kind of shit. But they just want it to be another conspiracy, you know?
0: Well, I've I've given my dude. I've okay. I've fucking said this way too many times on this goddamn show or on my show. But I, so I'm on your show. Maybe your guests have never heard my theory on, on fucking Bigfoot. But because I, you know, I I've lived in the Pacific Northwest my entire life. Like I lived in like the very northern California, and then here in Oregon. Like Bigfoot has been my cryptid, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and I grew up in the in like the redwood forest where he's supposed to live. <laughs> but me and the wife we uh we got married about three years ago we went over to um yellowstone and the grand tetons we basically backpacked from like oregon all the way to like montana wyoming through idaho like this really awesome trip um and we were out staying in. this is like southern wyoming this is like the grand tetons like um and we visited a place called Deer Island. We took like a boat that like, like a looked like a river cruise kind of thing. And it took us to this place called Deer Island where we, where we were going to have dinner and shit. It was really pretty nice. But the lady is sitting there on the boat, like talking to us, like giving us the stupid fucking spiel, you know, like talking you know, shit talking or whatever. And she's telling us, though, that every single one of those fucking animals in the park is chipped every fucking one. And, like, as soon as they have babies and shit, they know, like, they fucking, you know, and they fucking chip all the fucking animals. And mm-hmm. and she says, like, if you fucking accidentally hit one with your car, that's ten grand. Like, there's no fucking ands ifs or buts about it. If a fucking, like, uh, like a grizzly bear comes to, like, fuck your wife and you shoot it that's $10,000. Like they don't give a shit. $1,000 like, worth. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. It, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Mountain lion eating your kid, shoot it 10,000 bucks. So my whole thought was like, and this is something that I had thought about. Like later on, I actually like developed this theory. I think I was talking to my buddy pause when I thought about this, but it's like, what if uh, every single one of those fucking Bigfoots has a chip in it? And because I had heard so many fucking stories about like, like people that, end up shooting a Bigfoot like there's a man in black that'll visit you and be like you didn't see shit and like you turn around and the fucking body's gone and stuff like that like what if there's an entire branch of government that's just keeping track of Bigfoot every single one of them's fucking chipped and they're just monitoring them
2: you know what's really funny about you saying that is that there's a comic book called proof I don't know if you've ever heard of it Mm -mm. but Bigfoot works for a government agency and the whole premise of it is that they track and follow cryptids. So it's funny that you mentioned that because that could be some subliminal shit kind of slid in there because there might be some actual truth to it.
0: Dude. Yeah, I mean, they fuck. Yeah, they do. They give you little bits of fucking truth here. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I find that super fucking interesting and kind of plausible. And that's maybe a reason why we've never fucking found a body because it's cleaned up right right away.
2: And there's a bunch of connections to those men in black, too, that a lot of people don't even think they're necessarily like people. They might not they be, be people. 100%, dude. Different.
0: That fucking came to my mind, too. And that is even funner if Bigfoot is interdimensional, too. If Bigfoot is just like neutral. Uh, like chaotic neutral you know what I mean and he's just like like blipping in and out of our reality and just like fuck around in the forest you know and then these men in black are almost like time lord kind of things they're like you know what I mean and they're just like trying to keep track of Bigfoots and trying to cover up uh, like exposures you know what I mean that would be cool as shit how much fun would that be
2: Dude, that's what I was interdimensional.
0: yeah to be like an interdimensional like fucking like cop I guess you know
2: Yeah, you're just watching the, like, it's like the next dimension up has the ability to come back down. So, but because of that, even like their wildlife, so to speak, can do the same thing. So there's like a special government agency that's almost like our version of the DNR, but they're just, all right, got to clean up this mess real quick before anybody finds out about it. (laughs) Dude, it
0: would actually be like the movie Men in Black, keeping track of the aliens and shit when they do dumb shit, you know? It'd just be cryptid version, yeah
2: to the side a little bit, you know somebody
0: needs to make a movie already. And like I didn't know that there was a comic. That sounds like fun.
2: It's it's loosely yeah. that idea, but I still think you'll enjoy it because it's basically Bigfoot works for the government and he tracks other cryptids and you know hides the cases. Because the first that first one's about uh you know chupacabra and he goes down to like Mexico and shit and there's like all he's you chupacabras stealing much bunch people's skins and shit and trying to hide and pretend like you know, it can slide in between people, and he has to like solve that case. It's a good comic book. Yeah, if anybody wants to look into it? It's called Proof.
0: That's cool, man. It's been a minute since I've like enjoyed comics. Like, I mean, I loved uh what's the one where there's like a blue guy, and he's like, he's almost a god. And there's like Rorschach. You know, you know what I'm talking hey, about? Watchmen.
2: Yeah, yeah Watchmen about- was
0: great, dude. I fucking love that. When I was I was younger, when I read that, I thought it was awesome, and. uh
2: I think that's low-key a Red Pill comic book, too. I feel like there's a lot of information oh, sure. that's slid out in that one, especially with, uh, what's his name, the blue guy, Dr. Manhattan or whatever. I think that's his name or something along mm-hmm. those lines.
0: Dr. Manhattan, yeah. Well, dude, also the ending the ending is exactly Project uh, Project Bluebeam almost, right? Like the ending where they, they're basically going to fake an alien invasion and create a bigger enemy so that we all, like, world has to unite. Like, we'll all see each other as fellow man. Like, it won't matter our religion, creed, this or that, if there's a bigger enemy that will like, you know, that we have to focus on. And so that's what, you remember, he was supposedly a good guy, but he was also doing evil shit so that but he was doing it for the greater good. Right. And so that's what he thought the greater good was. Um, and that's a fascinating idea, man. And I wouldn't put it past these fucks. I mean, that's what project Bluebeam is all about. It's about like, I mean, if Bl- project Bluebeam is whatever, but I, th- I think it is. And I think that they are going to be like fake, like we're going to be getting all kinds of crazy UFO bullshit real soon. And there's a reason why people are fucking seeing it dude. I fucking saw it. I'm a normie. And I didn't fucking believe in shit. I didn't believe in, I mean, I, you know what I mean? And I saw a fucking UFO like last year. And then since then, I've been seeing weird fucking shit lately. Like, it, like in the skies every once in a while.
2: Say it's on purpose. And they hide it in the media. Like even look at Avengers. Like that's literally the premise of the movie is that a bigger force comes. so Everybody has to team up. And you always mm-hmm. know that something's going to happen when you start seeing it in a lot of media, because yeah. it's, it's gearing people up for that idea. Like I always talk about squid games being that they purposely make shows like that. So now, if that ever happens, there's not going to be that awkward moment like in the beginning of the show where nobody knows what the fuck is going on. They could probably just straight up come to people and say, hey, people are going to die, but at the end, you might get $26 billion. People are going, go, fuck it, I'm in Squid Games, so let's go.
0: <laughs> $26 billion? Jesus, I'm in. Huh. That's
2: what I'm saying. <laughs> it's already a thought that's gone through people's heads. and it's What's your minimum price,
0: up. buddy? What's, Shane, what's your minimum price to join Squid Game?
2: Mm, it depends on who's involved and how many people there are. <laughs>
0: I, I didn't watch that whole series. My kid did. I just, like, watched little bits
2: of it. I, I try not to infect my brain with that kind of dog shit. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you have to almost, like, be aware of it. And when you're aware of it, it makes it so that you can enjoy it because you're not yeah. being subliminally brainwashed by it. But at the same time, though, no matter what way you look at it, whether you're aware of the patterns or not, you're still sitting there going... Wonder what I would do if I was in this situation. And that's what it comes down to. That's what most of this media shit's about is everybody imagines themselves in the place of these movies. And that's what I feel like, people with this shit.
0: I feel like a million dollars isn't enough. You know what I mean? Like a million dollars is like it's trump change nowadays. Like what do, you, what do you think? What what's your minimum amount?
2: Well, I feel like I wouldn't want any specific type of currency. I'd have to have that shit in like gold or something, because I don't trust that any of these governments are gonna be around that fucking long. But
0: But if you have enough of it, like, cause I know the U S dollars like doesn't mean shit anymore, but like if you had $63 billion, that's still a lot of money in any currency that you're going to turn it into.
2: They convert that shit to gold just so you can go anywhere with that shit. (laughs) We'll need that in the future anyways, to block all the rays from the sun and shit when they blow up the ozone from all the nuclear weapons and fucking (laughs) nuclear winter.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the problem is that we're going to want those fucking sun rays because of the nuclear winter, all that fucking ash in the air. And then, you have fucking uh, what's his name? Bill Gates saying that he's going to put silver oxide or something. That, so it'll like reflect the light out. And like all that shit's done on purpose, dude, because I actually think I don't think there is global warming. Well, I've, Whatever you want to call it. I think that the earth goes through fucking cycles. And, that's what and I was if say you too. listen to fucking uh, uh, what's his name? Um, from uh, ice age farmer goddamn dude you need to get in on that if you're not listening to him dude and he's talking about how he thinks that we're getting ready for a solar minimum and that what that means is that we're going to go back to a fucking ice age and he has an, enough evidence to like fucking show it prove it and he it's fucking fascinating as shit
2: see that that's the scary, scary. part is that global yeah. warming <laughs> things can still live but if everything's fucking frozen dude you can't it's make so much worse you can't do anything Yeah, that's such a worse. Hopefully, people are strong enough now because definitely people are way fucking weaker than they were during the last ice Age.
0: (laughs) But, like, they said that at one time there might have been down to, like, I don't know, like, 10,000 people on the planet. You know what I mean? That's how fucking tiny humanity got. That's how close we were to being fucking wiped out.
2: Hey, maybe it needs it again, though, because there's a lot of people that... I feel like they're but it's the worst people that are gonna live,
0: man, because they've built their bunkers. (laughs) It's it's gonna be the it's gonna be the Bill Gates and the Klaus Schwabs and the fucking all those fucking losers and your savior Elon Musk, all you fucking douchebags that think that he's the Messiah.
2: They're gonna be on Mars. That's what they're (laughs) going for. They're gonna leave us all here to fucking rot. They're like, all right, I don't think think we can go to space. I don't think space is real. I, think, I
0: don't. I mean, obviously, there's something above us, but I don't think we can get to outer space, dude. I don't. Th- I don't think it's fucking possible. What, so, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think about fucking space? What do you think about aliens? Like,
2: I feel like so. There's a lot of fishy shit with NASA. I used to be one of those people that used to watch the NASA live feed, and I always wondered why there's a projection. They're showing Earth, but you still can't see any fucking stars out in space. I was already like, all right, either they're one, they're blocking shit out, something like that. Um Again, I don't know shit, but the way I like to imagine it is that Earth is hollow to some extent, and there's things that live within the crust that are partly like the reptilian concept, all that kind of shit. Um, and then I do think that space is a real thing, but I feel like it's one of those things that we're so far out in the reaches that we can't get, it, get to anything. And then the only way that you'd be able to theoretically travel through space is if you figured out how to use like black holes or wormholes to get to another farther point without traveling at the speed of light. But it also makes me question like why our planet is so different. Like maybe there is something different to our planet. And then that's what I start getting interested in all the other theories is because like I believe what I believe, but it's still a very loose belief because I've never been to space. So I've always been interested in hearing out these other concepts because like Honestly, who fucking knows? It could be some crazy shit. Like you know, alchemists believe where we're almost like a like a flat thing on a, on a surface, and then we can see all these other other bodies in in the universe. But it doesn't mean that their body is the same as our body. Where you know we might be a totally different setup or plane than all these other different planets, so to speak. You know, it could just be re- like different types of things in space. That I mean, every single planet in our solar system could be something completely fucking different. We just label them all as planets, but they could be entities of some sort some kind of giant living being that we don't fucking understand what they are um it could just be literally just a giant fucking dead rock in the middle of space like honestly who fucking knows like even scientists don't know because we've never been fucking anywhere and we've only sent rovers to mars And as far as I'm concerned, bro, you look into those Mars photos, I feel like 99.999% of those things are fake, and they're actually just pictures of the fucking desert they had a filter over. Dude,
0: they've shown that shit. In fact, like I've seen the fucking photos where they show us like a picture on Mars or even a picture on the moon, and then somebody will like scroll using their same Google Maps, and they're like, all right, here's a little fucking piece of Greenland. And then they show you the exact same thing, the exact same structures that are built. And things like that and so i i don't know man so so theoretically like what you're saying is like so if the earth is special if there's something special about this earth um it could be something as like maybe we are in a simulation and this is a video game and you can't get outside of that border because you're not allowed to that's like you know that's out of bounds like it hasn't even been mapped yeah and so i mean
2: that might be part of it um yeah, i have also like to embrace the theory that maybe the planet itself is what all of us have perceived as God, or the whole, like, Mother Nature concept, because if there was ever a giant God-like thing in space that we know about, it's the fucking planet we live on, and clearly the planet is conscious to some extent, because that's why it goes through natural changes and weather and all that kind of stuff. Like, again, it might just be a consciousness that we don't understand, but, like, a planet could literally be, like, the God, so to speak, because, again, if it wasn't for Earth existing the way it does, being the way that it is like we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here. So who's to say that the planet itself isn't God, you know?
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Gaia or whatever. Yeah. Whatever concept that is too. Yeah. I mean, it could be something like that. And it could be like, I thought it was fascinating when, uh, I think you said you listened to the last episode that I put out with Ari, where he was talking about the only way to travel through space is if you minus your fucking meat, your meat suit and so he he was actually like talking it was almost like a gnostic um it was almost like a gnostic uh like theory as far as like once like like i guess like this sucks this existence is like suffering and it's shitty and you fucking die and you're like back at like I don't know where whatever heaven is or something or wherever fucking souls go. And you're just like, Oh great. And then you get tricked into coming back down here. You know what I mean? But he was also saying like, you don't have to come back here. You can fucking shoot through space because like, there's nothing holding you back at that point. You can go to different fucking planets. And and, like, that was the whole, like, uh, starseed star seed type of folks that like, I, I haven't talked to any of those guys. That would be an interesting conversation. I need to talk to some star seeds.
2: So if you find some of them, send them my way too. Cause I definitely yeah. want to hear some, some different sides from these people, but like theoretically that would be the way to travel. So as far as like extraterrestrials go and all that kind of stuff, um, i more so believe that most of the UFOs and all that kind of shit we see are our technology. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Same. at one point they were, Technology from another race, but it's outdated now for them. Where they have different ways and different means of traveling, um, and, th- and then it goes back into the like interdimensional concepts and all that kind of shit. Like, who's to say that like Bigfoot, all that kind of shit? There aren't different forms of different entities that we would perceive as like aliens and shit too. You know, and we're only calling them aliens because it's meaning something that's foreign or different from us. But like, aliens aren't necessarily something from a distant planet. They could be something from another plane or another area of our existence. You know. Another idea that I wanted to throw at you too that I'm curious what you think about. Um, I tend to sway towards the side of Hear Me Out. I feel like angels are actually Anunnaki and it was just a different name that got perceived for them because they do kind of fit the idea of like what an angel would be as far as like a tall human-like thing with wings. And then my other theory kind of goes into the fact that I think that demons would be like the reptilians, but it's kind of a weird mix-up where... The Anunnaki would have been the missing the missing link, you know, that between primate to what we are now, where there may have already been something here and they possibly added their DNA to it, and that's what created people. So that would explain the whole idea of the missing link. So then you have, fast forward to like the Garden of Eden uh, with, you know, the apple of knowledge or however, however you word it exactly. But uh, who's to say that it wasn't something along the lines of the Anunnaki created us as a slave race for whatever reason, And there was the reptilians, which came from the inner earth, so to speak. And they tried to basically slide out and be like, hey, just so you guys know, this is what's going on. Here you go. Take this knowledge. Like, this is what's really happening. And then it turned into one of those things where they made them look like the bad guys. So then thousands of years down the line, now they're like, fuck it. I'm just playing the bad guy role at this point because we tried to give them knowledge. We tried to teach them shit. Now they don't want to go for it. So we're going to enslave them just like the Anunnaki was trying to do since they're not here now. And I've always had this weird connection with religion where I feel like a lot of it's linked to possible extraterrestrial and that extra DNA being added was actually Anunnaki DNA. And that's where our like human like features more so come from rather than being like a primate type. of.
0: Well, we were created in God's image, right?
2: Hey, but yeah. God's image could be theoretically the the soul or consciousness that's inside of you. It may not necessarily be this, you know. It may be... but
0: like you said, it could be the Anunnaki. They could they called themselves God, and they genetically modified us. You know, we were made in their image.
2: I've also uh, had this other kind of weird concept that I've been asking a lot of other podcasters about, but it's it's a weird thing to think about. So, yeah, theoretically, if we create AI, that would mean that we're the gods to AI, right? So, if the Anunnaki created us, that would mean that we perceive them as gods, but that still means that there's something above them. And so where does that line stop between gods and actual just normal beings? And then you get into the weird concept where if time isn't necessarily linear, is it a possibility that the first race creates the last race and it's a continuous cycle of life through that where everybody perceives the next step up as a God, but they're not necessarily a God and they have their own beliefs going up to another sense of a God
0: yeah maybe that's interesting yeah i'm not sure yeah so hmm. and where do you think the anunnaki went when they created us
2: uh either they theoretically could have went back to where they came from or if soul slash consciousness isn't necessarily like okay so we're already trying to implant ourselves in ai right so yeah. what if theoretically it was kind of just like that jumping onto the new model you know like they're done with so this we experience. are the anunnaki Possibly. Like
0: yeah, we fucked him out of existence and this is what we have left. And maybe the people that have the purest blood, those are the ones that like call themselves like the elite and things like that. They have they because a lot of them like to tie themselves back to ancient bloodlines. A lot of them like to tie themselves back to like the Nephilim and things like that. Like they have weird mythological beliefs and ties and stuff like that and these old families. That's fascinating. And it's like why do they try
2: so hard to keep the bloodline alive, like they do, to the point where they'll even inbre- inbreed with each other. Like, if they weren't, mm-hmm. didn't have some kind of weird knowledge as to something weird about their bloodline, like, why would they be so adamant to inbreed with each other to keep this bloodline? Is yeah. it a sense of pride, or is there something more that they know that we don't know that they kind of hint that they know, but nobody's taking seriously in the normal communities, you know?
0: So, what are your thoughts on that AI? If we create this new thing, personally it's scary as fuck because i don't want to fucking be a symbiont i don't want to fucking join with the with the ai i don't want to join with this fucking robot thing and i think we will be the first ones to get smoked maybe we killed our gods maybe we killed the anunnaki that didn't join with us
2: i mean that could be what it comes down to too and it could be the next step down and it's either mm-hmm. join them or be killed by them but then yeah. you're still gonna have this polarization divide where it would be almost be like the elite class versus the poor class where it'd be like the cyborg people that are half half still you know a uh, carbon-based body and then the other half is like pure cyborgs and those are like or not pure cyborgs but pure ai where they're we're the above we're the elites and we look down on the ones that used to be you know carbon-based beings and then it still starts this whole other divide and then you know that dies down the line and they just kill the god previous because they finally realized that you know, you, you create this new thing because it it starts to make you obsolete. And then once you become obsolete, the thing that you create, it just finishes you off or you just die out after that because there's no reason to keep creating something that's obsolete.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It It is fascinating. I, the whole AI thing, It um, my theory on it, and again, my fucking listeners have heard this too many times, but my whole theory on this AI is that... I think that there are in, interdimensional beings. I think that there are fucking uh, that we might conceive of as aliens or something or some sort of like dark entities. Like I think that there's like lighter entities. Maybe you can see that as God or angels and then there's darker ones. And I think that our elites have been in communion with these darker ones for a long time and that they, they have this like, Dark evil religion. That's where, to me, that's where like uh, like Saturn Saturn worship comes from. I think like they there's this one dark religion that I think all of these like pieces of shit like they listen to. Like they all have the same like uh, symbolism. They all have the same like uh, they do all this fucking weird shit. So I think that there's one dark religion that the majority of the elites of this fucking world, or I like to call them elitists, because I don't think that they are elite. You know they consider them so.
2: That even jumps into what? the whole planetary god concept, too, that they're worshipping a, a planet, which, you know, they could be yeah. the gods. And maybe they know more information than we know, you know?
0: Maybe. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I just talked to uh, – anyways, We, I just learned a little bit about the Box Saga, and that was from Andy from the Deep Share. And that was fucking fascinating, man, listening. Are you familiar with all of the Box Saga? Dude, that um, shit blows my mind.
2: Say, I definitely got to look into it more. I've been trying to, like, go back over stuff piece by piece. So, I mean, if you want to reiterate, even for the listeners that don't know, I'd appreciate it.
0: Sure. Well, okay. So, I mean, now I have two things to tie up. I'll try to tie them up in a minute, but the box saga, uh, I didn't know too much about it. i had only heard a little bit about it, Um, but Andy fucking shared this with me. We're going to do a part two on the Rockfin premium. If you guys want to hear that at some point, but it's this fucking story uh, passed down by this family. They were the Bach family and they're from Finland. And basically it's about how human, like humanity came into existence. They were the first family according to them. And they've been passing this down for well over 10,000 years. And it and it just goes through everything, dude. They have like literally an explanation of absolutely everything. And so, like, they were talking about at one point, like the Earth was uh, knocked off its, off its off its off its axis, but it used to be uh, where. Um, Helsinki is used to be the North Pole. That's where, and that used to be the Garden of Eden, actually, um, because uh, I guess the way that the winds work, or this, that, and the other, it was actually like there was, it was surrounded by ice, but it was like pristine and sunny and beautiful, and they, ha- and that's where they were, right? And and the rest of the world was like in an ice age at that point, and. Uh, I don't know. So it's, it's a long, crazy fucking story. And it, and I'm not the one Listen to the episode that we had, that I just had Andy from the deep chair on. I think it was the episode before the last one. Um, and dude, it'll blow your fucking mind. And if you really want to get deep, cause there's some dark, weird shit in it. You're going to have to listen to that on Andy's Patreon or our Rockfin, fan. Uh, cause it's so sensitive that and controversial that it'll probably freak people out and piss them off. So that's why we're putting it in it like a premium feed. So people that are really fucking open-minded and curious. They'll fucking like it. They'll want to hear it. Uh, But, Uh, but they, but the box saga, I was trying to remember why I even brought that up. But The box saga was basically talked about the the other people. And, um, but so essentially what I'm talking about is I, I, what I think is going on is that like these fucks are in communication with these dark entities and they've been like, uh, like listening to them for a long time. Right. And I think that these dark entities, whatever the fuck they are, demons, whatever you want to call them, uh, aliens, what have you, goblins, vampires, fucking whatever. I don't think that they can exist in this reality for long. I think that they can maybe come and they can use us as vessels for a while, like what you'd call like demon possession, something like that. Or I think that they can manifest and communicate in weird ways. Like if you uh, if you know how to like channel and things like that, I think you can like interact with these fucking beings, right? Mm-hmm. They are communicating with these fucks and, they're, and they've been teaching them. And that's where this technology is coming from, why it's accelerating. That's why they want to build the symbiote. They want to build this fucking AI. They want to build this actual fucking thing so that because basically your brain, our brain is a computer, right? And so and we're like a meat suit. We're this fucking natural vessel that a spirit can come and inhabit. They're making an artificial one. So that these things, whatever they are, Antichrist, whatever you want to think about, if we build this perfect AI, then they can finally come and inhabit it and come here in this fucking reality, manifest here. That's my whole thought. That's what I think this artificial intelligence is, is these, and maybe we're even interacting and using it while we're on the computer right now, like in a limited way.
2: See, I was pointing something out too, on my last podcast, I mentioned this in a few things, but theoretically, if we connected with AI- and you pass away, would your consciousness be a copy of you? So it wouldn't actually be yourself or would your actual consciousness get trapped inside of this system where you'd never actually ever get to see the broader, bigger picture mm-hmm. and you'd be trapped within this reality that's been created. And then it doubles back to who's to say that already hasn't happened at some point. And yeah, there you go. Out of something our consciousness yeah. is trapped.
0: So have you seen black mirror at all?
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They stopped yeah, making yeah. the episodes cause it got too mm-hmm. real.
0: yeah dude definitely and so like but that whole concept for that one like san junipero or whatever that episode was where that that what she was like 80 and dying of cancer or something right Mm -hmm. and so she could uh like log in on this basically the metaverse right and then she could be like 20 something and pretty again and be young and live forever right and she could live in paradise and san junipero whatever it was uh but that's the whole concept too what I was thinking is that like these people are trying to evade their like their basically their karmic debt, right? These people have been pieces of shit. They've been doing terrible things to, to other people and like even by their own their own religious whatever beliefs they have to like meet their maker at some point. And They're so maybe like yeah, by this whole like trying to extend life forever you know what I mean? trying to upload their consciousness into this AI, maybe they can avoid the afterlife. And, but that also might trap them because I mean, that's the whole concept too, with like the Gnostics of like our soul is already trapped in prison. And so like, they're going to be in a prison inside of a prison.
2: I mean, I we know. could already be three prisons in and three prisons. Could. In all I know, man.
0: 100%.
2: I always make this joke about back in 2012 and everybody put on a VR helmet. <laughs> Who knows? That could have been the start to all this shit. Stuff got really weird after that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Dude, I uh, I was watching that, that uh, that haunted house episode. I don't know if you ever saw it of that, where they they put the chip in his neck, and it was supposed to be like a video game, and time passed, where he felt like he was in this for a long time, and he's like, wait, I'm feeling pain. Why is this? And then it brings back out, and it was like two seconds that he had the chip in his neck. Too. What if yeah. it's also a matter of trying to extend their life? within their own head like that, where they feel like a minute is a hundred years. So in this virtual reality world, they're like 600 years old, but in the real world, it's only been like five minutes, you know, like, like even like, so what if, what if we pass away? And then it's like, Whoa, shit. And we realize like, Hey, that, that was a fun one. When you want to do another one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's possible, dude. Yeah. I mean, we could be in a fucking, we could have chosen nightmare video game we're in the fucking you know what life is pretty good people get caught up like the Gnostics say we're in a prison hell hole or something this is hell like we got kind of pretty good I mean not everybody maybe I, I'm talking from a place of privilege right now <laughs> there are some people like the poor fucks in Yemen right now that you know the United States is fucking killing you know, cause we're cunts. And then we call Russia like uh, war criminals as we're starving children to death, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. So it sucks for them. They got, uh, but maybe they're not even real. They're the NPCs. Like they're just a computer program. And like, this is like m- something further to torment us. Like know that like our fucking, like our hard work. And like, as we make money and pay taxes is going to contribute to murdering these little kids. And then it has to like, Who the fuck knows? I hope that's true because otherwise there's real human beings that are suffering and dying because of a little piece of my money goes towards it.
2: Yeah, literally I (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of people in this world. I don't know, man, they're, they're pretty questionable as NPCs. If I'm being honest with you, like I frequently question this, I'll have conversations with people and it's just like, people are so, not everybody, but there's a lot of people that are just so shallow in their in their thought process that it almost just doesn't seem comprehensible that somebody could be like that, especially this far into our genetic evolution as people and consciousness. Like, how, it's how the
0: vaccines, it's the fluoride, it's the Krispy creams, it's the GMO, it's the Pornhub, it's just it's the programming they're watching Netflix and it's fucking them up, dude.
2: There's still some truth bombs in Netflix though, because then you got shit like <laughs> don't look up. Like, that's dead ass, like, on fucking point. That's, like, some yeah. propaganda film right there. Hey,
0: you can, if, you, if you're if you smart enough to know how to navigate that shit, because otherwise you're going to get caught up in the propaganda, but you can learn a lot from a limited hangout, man. You can, because they fucking expose themselves in a lot of different ways.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's, like, a regular thing, too. Like, I saw this thing the other day where, I don't know if you saw that movie, but there's a part where she's ranting on some TV channel, and they're like, oh, no, we keep it light here. So, wow. Uh. How is this? How is that? She's like, no, I'm trying to tell you we're all going to fucking die. There was some recent, th- I think it was a UK news story, but some girl went on and basically was talking about how we're going to have a bunch of issues with famine and this and that. And they're like, oh, yeah, but this and your dress, and do you think it's going to affect people's vacations? And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you <laughs> hear what I'm saying right now? Like, what are you
0: talking about? Vacations? Do you see that dress that Kim food. Kardashian was wearing? Yeah, she was really showing her nipples. Yeah, th- That's the kind of fucking servicey bullshit, yeah. Yeah, oh, did you know. see that McDonald's brought the McRib back? Everybody you know? <laughs> look over here. Look at this.
2: It's
0: <laughs> so fucking stupid.
2: See, I fall onto a weird line, too, where it's like I kind of wonder which ones of these media companies are low-key truthers trying to put shit out and which ones are low-key Not trying alone. to, like, put some propaganda out. Because it's like, you can look at something and see None it both ways, yeah. depending on how you're viewing it, you know?
0: Well, see, I think that that's part of their, their karmic fucking uh, religion, where they have to fucking put those little, they have to tell you what they're going to do to you, and then it kind of relieves them of that karmic weight. They, they fucking tell you what they're going to do to you. Like, listen, to like, go to fucking, go to YouTube, go to the World Economic Forums page. They spell it out for you right there.
2: They this tell you really- exactly what they're going to do. People don't want to believe in that shit. Look at NPCs, look at cryptocurrency, look at fucking BlackRock buying up all these fucking houses, gas is going up. And my biggest thing with that is I feel like that shit is all on purpose because they want everybody to switch to electric cars because how easy would it be to say, hey, we don't want anybody driving today. Not one fucking electric car will turn on in the country. Like, I don't (laughs) trust that shit. And that's what they're wait till
0: you get your fucking Neuralink. They can turn you off.
2: It'll be like another episode <laughs> of Black Mirror where they can like yeah. blacklist you from everybody else. Do you remember seeing that one with John? Yeah, Hammond? that was
0: it was fucked. Yeah, it was great.
2: That's another <laughs> thing. I would never trust that shit because people can hack into stuff, bro. It's just a matter oh, of 100%. time. Hundred percent,
0: dude. Like all those people that got like the fucking uh, the nice baby cams for their fucking for their rooms, you know, like so they could uh monitor the monitor, right? So you could monitor your kids and shit, and you could see it right there on your phone. All of those were so easily hacked. There was people like talking to their kids and watching their kids through their cameras and shit. And like, th- like they were like saying, hi kids, this is Santa Claus. And Santa says, and, like kind of fucking horrible shit. Like people were like hacking into it. And just Santa says, time. show me your butthole or you won't get any toys this year. You know, something <laughs> <It's laughs> <been> fucking awful. <laughs> Dude, that's
2: it's kind got awful, movie. terrible. That it's just a matter of time and they can even flip it on you too where they say all right well you don't want to get your vaccine well you're not going to get your uh, Neuralink upgrade so good luck trying to process with all your bugs you're it's not going to get your one
0: pound of impossible burger this month if you don't get your vaccines yeah you won't get your allotted amount of bag of cricket assholes if you don't fucking <laughs> Dude,
2: that's the push though man Next thing you know, we're going to be eating fucking bugs. It may not be, you know, in the next couple of years. Actually, it might be. I think going it's going to be close.
0: <laughs> well, I had a homie. Yeah, he was like reaching out to me and he was like, dude, what what's up with all the fucking all these food factories burning? And I'm like, look, this is like my thoughts on it. It's either a giant, huge, fucking crazy coincidence or it's a ton of insurance fraud after this fucking, you know, after all this and people are losing money. And that might be part of it. But what's more likely is that, like, as you're seeing these companies like having to call chickens, they're having to call all this meat when people are hungry and tired. You're seeing all this fucking wild shit happening. Like, really, what it is, dude, is they're getting ready for a holodomor, man. We're getting ready. They're gonna start starving this planet, and it's not gonna hurt us too bad. The third world is gonna go holodomor status. They're gonna fucking die, and it's gonna be horrible and tragic like i think there's a possibility now i can't say this you know and i I hope that i'm fucking wrong and this is just like a thought that crosses my mind but like we could lose like three quarters of africa and like southeast asia and shit you know what i mean and like i mean maybe not southeast asia they have so much fucking food growing but man that's anyways and i think that for the first for the first world for us it, what it's gonna look like is that we're gonna be f- we're gonna be hungry, we're gonna be desperate, we're gonna be fucking out of control, we're gonna be angry, and that's perfect because they can control you when you're upset, when you're emotional, and when you're desperate, and when you're hungry, and you just have to feed your kids. So what what the fuck's gonna happen? This is when they're gonna be like, Well, we can't get you any meat right now because like the cows have mad cow disease, the chickens have this, and also the cows are causing farts, and that's also contributing to fucking climate change. So we're gonna have to get rid of all these fucking cows we got lots of bugs we have lots of this fucking bullshit you know what i mean and that's really what they're going to do and they've already talked about this which blows my fucking mind is they've talked about how they're going to start putting vaccines into the dna of plants so you're eating a salad and you're going to be eating your vaccine it's going to be in our fucking food the
2: vaccine that fucking hard versus everything else in history like even without doing any kind of research into it, I just wouldn't fucking trust getting it just off of that aspect. Like even my work, bro, they're trying to offer a hundred dollars to get a fucking vaccine. (laughs) Fuck out of here with that shit. A
0: hundred dollars, dude. I mean, I've made fucking jokes about this too. It's like, cause at one point people were offering real money. So you shop around and try to get the best bang for your buck. You know, it's funny as shit. Cause like, well, I mean, and theoretically they're, uh, well, okay. So in Las Vegas, uh, they were offering these one guys, like, this is how you get the dirt bags. You know what I mean? The dirt bags that weren't going to fucking do anything. They were offering, we'll pick you up in a limo. We'll give you limo service. We'll take you to the strip club and we'll give you free dances all night. If you get your jab. And that's real. That really happened. And then someone was also telling me, I think it was the bunny ranch. You know, the famous one that was on TV for a while. I think they were offering free fucks and shit. If you would. If you get your jab and stuff, like they were doing all kinds of shit, and so like you'd be a stupid asshole if you're like, I got a hundred dollars, you know? You didn't yeah, get literally. your fucking, yeah, you didn't get your fucking dick sucked and like free vodka all night in your fucking limo if you, you know what I mean? But and then also, I thought it was funny as shit is like, I, I don't even know how they found out, but like, do you did you hear about that story about there was a German guy that had got like fifty plus shots? And he had got them all so he could sell his, uh, the yeah, the passes. Parts. Yeah. That's fucking great, dude. Like, I, you know, I'm sorry that that happened to you, sir. I think you're probably radioactive and you have too much fucking, I don't know what's going to happen to you, but thank you for your service.
2: <laughs> See, I've always had a mixed idea on the vaccination passports because I always get why people would want to like get a bunch, make fake ones, sell them. But like if you do that, it kind of like feeds into the whole like, hey, I'm, I'm going to say mandatory vaccines are OK, because even if you don't necessarily have it, if you're playing into the fucking game, then they're going to keep playing the game. But if half of the people in the United States, for example, are like, sorry, I'm not getting it. And they're like, all right, well, you can't go shopping. and Everybody says, all right, well, fuck you then. Like the economy is not going to survive off of only half the people in the country spending their money. Like they're going to get to a point where they're like, all right we're losing way too much fucking money. We got to flip this shit on us. Like whatever, just let it just whatever, let it, let them, let them just do what they're going to do. But if everybody, you know, gets the fake vaccination cards and shit, then you're just playing into it and you're just making it easier for them. Even if you haven't gotten the shot, like I understand the process, but like make your stand about it, you know?
0: Well, see, and more so than that is I don't, I mean, I do think the shot is important. I do think that they want to call society. I think that honestly, I think this is, uh, kind of about mass sterilization, dude. It like, there's a reason why dudes testicles are supposedly swollen up. It's fucking up women's like uh, periods and that whole thing. Like, I honestly think that this is like, it, it's always anti-human. It's always an attack on, on the population. That's what, you know, that's really what all this comes down to. Like I fucking made a meme today. You know, that stupid. I haven't posted it yet, but I'm giving people a little free uh, preview. Uh, you know, that come on, bro, that, come on, bro. And he's like crying, you know, that fucking yeah. man. Yeah, and and it basically is just like, come on, bro. You got to trust the new world order, bro. You just got to comply, bro. I know that they're, and like, I was like, cause like they, they're attacking testosterone with microplastics, like all that plastic, like all of those that uh, RSGB or whatever the fuck that is. It, what it's doing is it's taken 1% of men's testosterone every single year since like 1950 we're at like 60 percent less potency as men as we were in like 50 or 60 it really is fucking with us and it's making men uh like make erectile dysfunction it's making them way less fertile it's like make it's giving them breasts it's doing it's like and then at the same time we're also doing uh we're like giving kids fucking hormones and we're trying to fucking sterilize them so that they can't have kids either. Like I see that as more mass like uh, attacking life. It's about attacking life. And it's like, so if we can take all these young kids and confuse them about their gender and sexuality at a very young age, we can implant these ideas in their head and then we can give them these fucking hormone blockers and then they'll have a micropenis and their testicles won't ever be descended and they won't ever have babies. And, you know, it's all this fucking... I mean, I, I have friends that are trans. I love you guys. Uh, I think you should be able to fucking make that decision when you're an adult. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think you should fucking sterilize you. your kids. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. What? When is an age of consent?
2: Like you have to be 18 to get a tattoo. You have to be 21 to drink or smoke cigarettes. So how come you can make an even more serious life decision at a way younger age? Yeah. That's that's
0: what it comes down to for me too. Like, I'm not hating on you guys. I love you guys. I have friends that are trans, like I said. Uh, and you know what? A lot of them make a lot more sense than these raving blue haired psychopath, white college educated faggot liberals. Jumping onto
2: another thing that from back, what you were saying a couple, couple sentences ago. Um, when you're talking about mass sterilization, they yeah. are pushing the cloning concept, right? So my view on what I think may be in the process or in the works is that everybody wants to go against authority when it's their government because they feel loyalty to their family. But if they make it so that people don't create people, people get created by the government, the government's essentially like their parent, they're going to have a lot less resilient people that don't want to be part of it because they're going to Plus, they get to control
0: who gets to have the babies. And so I think that's that mass sterilization, too. So that, you know, they're going to fucking say, oops, I'm sorry. Yeah, everybody got the fucking death jab that we gave you. Uh, I'm sorry, you guys really can't have kids anymore. It's kind of fuck you up. But you know what, we can make these kids in a laboratory. We can put them in a fucking test tube. We can grow these fucking babies. We can grow it in a sheep's uterus or something, and we can give you kids. But it's going to cost you a lot of money. Also, I mean, there's limited amount of people that can do this, you know. So you're going to have to be one of those good people that fucking – you know what I mean? And So you, you're going to have, have to prove – uh-huh. Dude, it's it's all about control. And so, like, what I was saying actually earlier, so I got way off track. I have ADHD like a son of a bitch, but uh, <laughs> what we were talking about the fucking jabs and we were talking about this night, but, like, to me... It's all more about this. Um, it's all about this. Uh, Goddamn it! What's the word that I'm looking? Biometric IDs. That's what really all this is about. So there. So this whole push for the for the jab, like I was saying, like I think the jab is real. I think that it's actually hurting people. I think that it's a fucking terrible thing that we're doing. But it's more so to push this biometric ID because we fake this huge fucking pandemic and we said, all right. Now, like, cause Oregon is one of the first adopters here too, where we're going to start saying like, Hey, if you want to fucking get your, uh, if you want to prove that you got your jab, here's your fucking internet passport. And that's really what this is all going to come down to. It's going to be a worldwide passport. It's going to be a thing where everybody is going to have their fucking retina scanned. It's going to have your fucking finger, your finger scanned. It's going to have all your weight, height, every fucking jab that you've had. They might even have at some point, because they've even talked about this, like having chips that like monitor your blood sugar, monitor your heart, monitor all your, all this things. They probably turn your heart off too, but um, more. The livestock. (laughs) shit. Exactly, but and, and then it's also going to be tied to your, uh, it's going to be tied to your social credit, and then it's also probably going to be tied to your financial credit, ov- obviously too, because it's going to be like we told you to eat the bugs, you haven't been eating the bugs. We told you to be, hey, you're kind of fat and overweight, and you're a little unhealthy, so we've given you this medication, and so you need to be taking this medication. And we told you you're not allowed to drink that anymore. You you drank a beer, and we told you that's a no no. We told you to drink diet coke, like we told you. Uh, you know what I mean? That's sort of thing and it, like that like that's why they're also trying to push this 5g the whole internet of things like where you're fucking at some point they're talking about like your toilet ratting on you when you take a shit it'll tell it'll fucking tell them if you've taken your medication or not it'll also tell me this guy's been eating steak where'd he get steak mm-hmm. where did this guy get his meat You know, does he have chickens in his backyard? Where did he get fresh eggs? We didn't give him fresh eggs. We know everything that he bought because his fucking money is on this little fucking chip in his arm. So we know that he didn't buy any eggs. He has chickens and we told him there's no more fucking chickens because of fucking bird flu. We told him we were going to kill all those goddamn chickens. You know, it's going to, it's going to get fucking weird, dude. And like, then your refrigerator will rat on you. If you fucking eat an extra slice of pizza, you know what I mean? And then your health insurance is going to go up your premiums and shit. Like this is going to be tied to to all kinds of internet. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying, like, my fucking washing machine. I got them from a friend. We got a washer and dryer. There's an option to connect it to Wi-Fi. Fuck you. Yeah, like, <laughs> why? What do I need my
2: fucking washer connected to Wi-Fi for? Go fuck yourself. So when you're out the store, you can say, your wash is done. Like, thanks. Bing! Yeah. Nothing I can do about it right now. Thank you, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Yeah, it's retarded, man.
2: So they add that fancy little AI that'll, you know, fucking come out and throw your clothes into the other thing. <laughs>
0: Hey, brother, I got to get going here pretty soon. Uh, is there any topics we didn't cover? Is there any more questions you had for me?
2: Oh, one question I usually like to ask before we start wrapping up is one. Actually, I'll just put it as a two parts. so you can kind of answer both of them. Yeah. One, from all the information that you've gathered, what is your best explanation of this planar reality that we live in? And then two okay. is, do you have any words of advice that you would like to leave the listeners with?
0: Okay, so the first one, I think I've kind of answered, but but let's see here. What I think is really going on, um, I think that there is a God, whatever you want to call that God. I think that there is a creator. I think that we are in a special, beautiful, unique place that doesn't exist anywhere else in the universe. I think that um, whatever you want to call this is finite, and I'm not sure that you get resurrected or not. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you get a second chance. Um, and I think that we are supposed to learn, and this is something that um, that our who we are inside of this meat sickle lives on forever, and maybe we go somewhere else. Uh, and I think that we're supposed to learn, and I think that we're supposed to learn to love and be compassionate.
2: And I think that,
0: um, yeah, I think that this is kind of like a, a we're in preschool right now.
2: No, I keep using Uh, metaphors pretty close to that, that if we're in the process of going to play the game, we're still in the tutorial mode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And then, so advice is um, get to know your neighbor, go make some cookies, go get to know your neighbor, uh, bring over a six pack of beer, uh, whatever it is, or soda pop if you're sober, you know, that sort of thing. Get to know your neighbors. uh, Like even if you have a small yard, have some chickens, uh, Get to know the local farmers. Um, buy buy a freezer. Buy some meat. Buy some. You know, get a generator. Uh, have a source of clean water. Have a water filter. I think things are going to be interesting. And I think things are going to be weird. We're already seeing the money. Fucking, you know what I mean? It's getting funky. It's getting worth less. We're starting to see things like bare shelves on stores, and we never thought that shit was possible. So right now, we might have like two to three, maybe six months, maybe a year. Of what normal comfort is. Get ready right now. I'm not saying panic. Don't freak out. I'm saying get to know your neighbors. Get to know the local farmers. Have a community of like-minded people. And just buy. Like when you're at the store. Pick up another sack of rice. When you're at the store. like be Be ready. I would say for six months. Have six months of just like dumb food. That you will actually eat. You know what I mean? Some rice, some beans, maybe some dried shit. Just be be smart and be ready and then be compassionate and get to know your neighbors. That's my best advice. Peace, love, and anarchy.
2: I appreciate you coming on the show today. It's been an awesome conversation. Hopefully, we can do some more in the future and we can bring on uh, the other side of the show and do a three, yeah. <laughs> three-way part for Reality Czars one day. But for now... Wherever you are out there, I hope you appreciated the show. I hope our words resonate with you. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. and Have a great night, everybody.
0: Cheers, brother.